All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. Sitting in for Johnny today is Cameron Evans. How are you doing today, man? Doing well. What's going on? Put the mic a little bit closer in front of your face. You can kind of tilt it if you need oh, to, whatever go. whatever works. All right. There you go. Um, but you had a uh, fantastic night last night. I hope you're feeling okay. I had a insane night, actually. Uh, <laughs> thanks for your Facebook invite to play... Uh, Beer pong. Beer Brothers. Yeah, there was a Facebook uh, like event saying that there was a, a beer pong tournament, so I tagged him and his and a couple of our friends in it, and uh, it, ended, it ended in a poor night. But Did you get one? <clears throat> I am sober now, Ray. Oh, well, I mean, but still, you didn't get one. <laughs> I didn't get one either. <laughs> but, fuck yourself, Cam. <laughs> you guys aren't but, that cool, apparently. I don't know. The voices you have heard is a uh, second-time guest of the Juice of the Morning podcast, Ray Hensley. How are you doing today, man? Hello. I'm so glad to have you on the show. It's like, are you riding kind of a wave of excitement after being on the Espresso podcast? Yeah. I feel like, I they, guess, I yeah. Feel like they were... I uh, have like 200 people that have visited my Instagram page in the last, like, Really? Or something like that. Like it tells you that at the top. So they must have and a usually, following. Yeah, usually it's like five people. Yeah. And it's like my parents mostly. <laughs> so that's what that's one of the things I wanted to get into. But right next to Ray is uh, Hannah Rushline. Correct. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thanks I've heard for you a, a couple of times on the Smug Cast. Mm-hmm. One time I blacked out at the very end, and the other time I was sober. Yes. And it was like, I honestly <laughs> thought, like, I mean, if you were to listen to both of those episodes, um, kind of back to back. I feel like I, because I did that, I went back to listen to the other one just, and it sounded like a different person almost. It, I mean, it definitely is. I mean, I just got, for those of you that don't know, I got sober from alcohol almost. I'm approaching my year on August the 5th, but at the last, the first time I ever did Smugcast, it was one week before I gave up drinking right. for good. And so then I was able to go back on Smugcast, yeah. like, I think I think they 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 like try to take credit for that, and I was like, I don't know, (laughs) really. Yeah, that was. I mean, in a long line of rock bottoms, blacking out towards the end of like an hour and a half to two hour long podcast where we were just like railing vodka the entire time wasn't out of the realm of possibility. Right. You know. (laughs) But no, the the thing that I wanted to ask you, Ray, about with the espresso podcast, like the thing I've all like. All I've been thinking about leading up to us doing this podcast is when I listen to theirs, they're just like so cool. Like, and I know you know Ben outside of their podcast. Oh, they're dorks. I, they're but, not cool at all. But they, but they, see, they, they sound do. really cool. You know what I'm do saying? They? Like, when I'm doing my podcast, I feel like there's a lot of like time that I'm filling empty air with just nonsense. Like, I'm just talking to talk, and they'll do like these pauses where I know they're thinking of something funny to say. So, like, then it's even like making me think. Be ready to laugh at what they're getting ready to say. So I don't know if that's like a talent that they're doing on purpose or if that's just a, a natural thing. Yeah, yeah. I think those guys have known each other for a long time. So right. they know how to like riff off each other. Mm-hmm. And they're super organized. I'm not saying you're not. Oh, I've not dude. seen your stuff, but no. they have like, this is what we're doing today. And this right. is what they talk about and stuff like that. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I had, I used to do that. Like I used to have like a notebook or like something like print it out even sometimes for people but like i feel like those podcasts end up being like really almost like i'm getting like i'm skipping something that could have been really good to get to the next thing because i feel like i have to get to it but they do a good job of like i feel like uh if, if they don't get to it they don't get to it right if that makes sense yeah yeah i think they told me like 
Like, we got 15 minutes for you. And I don't know how long my segment was, but it was way longer than 15 right. minutes. Like, we just kept talking and talking yeah. and talking, which is good. But So, you do you did you know them, like, besides Ben, did you know the, uh, Joey at all? Or I knew Joey, I don't know, like, four years ago. Right. Like, we met. He was uh, he did stand-up comedy, like, briefly. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he was, like, a radio DJ for some University of Indianapolis, and he invited me on to do that. So, that was my first radio gig. Yes. Yeah. I only did like five minutes. That's awesome, though. And it I was mean, super it's, awkward. It's it's. I tried to. I tried out for the, uh, the like, video sports network at Ball State, and that was like the most awkward and terrifying experience that I had while at Ball State. And I had a lot of weird experiences at Ball State, but that was just like they gave they gave you a whole like sports package of like highlights, and they said, "We're gonna give you about fifteen minutes, and then come back in here, and let's just." Uh, just do your thing and like, you know, present this. And I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I was, I was just terrible. Like I walked and so I just decided I was never going to try to be on TV or on the mic ever again. <laughs> cause it just like was a very terrible experience. Well, just cause you're unprepared for it doesn't mean right. you're awful at it. Right. Well, I was pretty bad at it. I don't oh, know. I, right. I'm not good on my feet. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better. Um, but Hannah, I've uh, been following you on Instagram. Yeah, it's hot content. You have you have you have a you have a pretty good uh, Instagram. Game. No doubt about it. I'm a curated savage. I mean, that's just <laughs> it's the brand. So so where like where do you get? Because I've listened to you at Joker's like a a couple of different times, and it's uh, I would say almost aggressive towards the crowd. Would you say it that it's, way? I mean, aggressive is maybe. Not the the, the right word, but it's it. definitely high energy. Yeah, I definitely have like a sort of like Genesee fuck you towards yeah. a stance towards the audience, and it's not in an antagonistic way. I want people to laugh, mm-hmm. but I write for myself and myself exclusively, and it shows. Yeah, so it's like I'm never like I could stand up there sometimes and pander. You know the way that Ray does, and for laughs. <laughs> but it's like I've, you know, those open mics is like I, my I was, gym. I was time. hoping you guys would give me some shit. You know what I mean? It's like my too. gym time. So ah, it's like right. if I go in and I'm doing abs, I'm doing abs. I I don't care if I would look around. And everybody's like, "We'll laugh more at leg day." I don't give a fuck. I got things to get ready for. You know what I mean? Why are they gonna tell you to laugh at leg day? Like, I mean, leg day is like I don't know. I don't think I go to the gym. I'm just trying to talk, bro, man. I'm working on it. <laughs> I go to the gym pretty regularly, but I also do drink and eat terribly. So like it's kind of it kind of bounces out and keeps me somewhat uh chubby as well as you're like, a flexitarian exactly there you go what i've never even heard of that what am i fat you you're, right you're, you said it once again you very tries to put words in my mouth a lot it's because i see her look at me i'm like what do, what do i look like and she, her eyes will go up and then down on me and then you can see that she wants to say it like her lips was like like make that f sound and she's like no i'm not gonna fantastic say it. Like she's, yeah she's I can see I sh- I can see what she wants to say. It's fine. <laughs> Ray's heard me say some things I'd have to apologize for. To him or to anybody? No, oh no, the, you put comics the, in a car, you're gonna all of our careers would be over, right? <laughs> no, they would for sure. So you guys like talk. So you guys are gonna be you're gonna be headlining doing a show July twenty sixth. July twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Joker's yeah. Comedy Club. Yes. My, and, and uh, my girl here, Hannah. I'm on she's one of those on. evenings. She's one of it. those evenings yeah. too, yeah. right? Like you're not sure yet. Well, whatever. She Ray knows me, which I can one look right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one she's on. <laughs> I'll chirp back in Just with it. Come to both of them. She's yeah. going to be there. 50 percent chance. And 26, 27. That's uh, not this Saturday. weekend, but next weekend, or not like. It's like two, three yeah, weeks or something. Two weeks from this weekend. 
I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. Really? I'm off this weekend. My shows got canceled. That's a that's one of the things I wanted to ask both of you guys because you kind of got you kind of dove into it a little bit when you were on the Espresso podcast because you talked about being off for like a week and a half. I once again follow you on Instagram, Hannah. Like I feel like you're going up, like you're My going up all rolling. over. You're you know going what up, I mean? going up all over the place, like in yeah, places that I haven't even heard about. So my approach to comedy is is just different, and I don't think I think that there are other people here and there, you know, across the universe that are doing it in a similar way to me. But I've just been doing it two years. But in my approach to it, I just kind of was like, I'm going to use the things that I'm naturally good at it to my benefit and without apology. And so some of those things were like not only being funny because I have a competence and a confidence in what I'm saying. Like I know myself to be a funny person. But I also know that I'm an incredibly strong networker. I have basically no fear on stage or off stage as far as like putting my hand in the hand of someone else. Mm-hmm. I've always like been, even through my like 15 years battling alcoholism, like a people person and had a human network that was shocking almost as to like how it could have happened for a small town girl from like Clay mm-hmm. City, Indiana. But that's just always the way it's been. So when I got into comedy and especially when I got sober, I definitely looked at things and were like, hey, I don't care if anyone says you're nepotistic or whatever and that these, you know, what you are getting is based on relationships. It's like either way, I know that even if it was just a person that was like, I think she's funny, I want to fuck her, I'll get on that (laughs) stage, but I know that I'll put out a quality product. So it doesn't exactly matter to me whatever boner got me there. Yeah. That's a good that that's awesome. And so I appeal to that kind of shit. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> she said fat. fat. <laughs> I thought we were. It was the other one. I thought you met. I thought you mouthed the other one. I will not say the other one. What is it? What's the word? <laughs> I don't even remember. The other F A word. Oh, okay. I thought she mouthed to me. I was like, excuse me, Fanta. There it is. Or fart. There. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, d- different A sound. No, I think that's. I think it's awesome. And like, what? So do you? Do you have like a, a other person like regular job besides comedy? Yeah, or are you for trying sure. to do comedy so full time? I right now, so I've been in basically fine dining for the past fifteen years. That's when like my whole career was spent in upscale dining and like the highest level of food and beverage. And I'm passionate about it and it's something that I you know, I definitely like even loved when I was like a, a terror of a an employee. You know what I mean? I'd have get, you ever had like some rich dude go how much for the night? I've heard so many things over the years. It's been crazy. And really? I've, I've worked yeah. in the restaurant industry, and I never dealt with that ever. And I've been a server. You're a dude. But that's what I'm saying. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. The Just difference last is night wild. At work, I was waiting on a husband, a wife, and their daughter. And then over the course of the evening or whatever, the husband's like talking to me about this carrot cake that I brought out. And I was like, like, did you enjoy cake. everything? You know, wrapping the I've whole thing up it, as like. standard. <laughs> And his wife's like, yeah, he really enjoyed that carrot cake. He's probably going to, you know, just divorce me and, like, make a play for you. And I was just like, this sounds really personal. Well, and did I don't you know make why the carrot cake? That's what The whole like. thing. I'm just like, why do people feel comfortable to say those things it's, to me? It's I think those are just, those are jokes. But I mean, like, the dude, like, propositioning you. Oh, one, I'm sure that happens One time when I was very, time. like, early into the service industry in my young 20s, I just, like, would... Like, I was in front of a group of, like, businessmen at a restaurant that I was working at, and I'm, like, giving them the whole pitch mm-hmm. or whatever as far as dessert. And I was, like, one of them said something, and he was, like, uh, can we see a dessert menu? And I said, because we don't have one in print, I said, I am the dessert menu. 
And he goes, okay, we'll take one of you with whipped cream. And I literally just wanted to die. <laughs> I was just like, ugh. I mean, you set him up for it. <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't want to, though. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to play setup man for every fuck boy that's walking around, you know. <laughs> if I happen to throw a ball over the plate, take a whiff at it, bub. But it's like, I'm not trying to do that. Most of the time, I don't even want dudes looking at me. Leave me alone. So you disgust me. I should, I should get like a trapper creeper yeah. or something like that. And set it it's up. not you, Ray. <laughs> We're friends. No, uh, th- but that's just like an interesting thing that I've noticed throughout my whole like career of just regular jobs is like, the women will get these comments and things to them that I'm like, they really like, they said that to you. And it's just like, I've had out of all those comments I've heard, I like, it's like a quarter to me, which I, I I enjoy it when I actually get that comment to me, but I couldn't imagine hearing it every single day. Well, something, I think it's us. Honest to God. What do you know? No, it's me and him aren't very attractive. Apparently (laughs) I've seen girls say some outlandish shit to like Ben. Oh yeah. You know I'm I mean? sure because he I've looks like he looks like man. a more no, exactly. attractive Captain America. So it's I've not said it. it's not that the, <laughs> that girls are all the only ones who get it. It's just we don't get That's it. That's true. That you makes know what I mean? Sense. Like we're ugly people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I don't feel like I'm ugly. Him but. too. I mean, he's not <laughs> saying not much, ugly. but yeah, he's fucking. You're not hideous. <laughs> I'm definitely not. <laughs> no, Cam has also worked in the food industry for a few years as Cam well, It looks right? like everybody Two I've years. had work in my fry basket at Kilroy, <laughs> for sure. I'm like, Cam, are you going bu- to bust table 35 or not? Because I'm not tipping you out, motherfucker. I know, I know Cam's type. I'm like, he Cam, looks I like know he you can carry a, a stack of out. cups. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, you got that weed pin or not? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but Cam's Cam, also... we're hiring at my job right now, man. I could love you in the back of the house. <laughs> Cam's uh, actually starting his own own business as well down in florida you i'll let you tell him about it i've got a catering company and a food truck i'm getting off the ground that's rad dude nice congrats bud i'm telling him that he's he's bringing it up to bring it up up to indianapolis debbie lou what's the concept like what's the uh Uh, what's the vibe my food truck is just uh like street food tacos and sliders um i'm incorporating like a once every week full-size burger i'm doing like funky stuff like peanut butter and jalapenos on a burger that's dope yeah. They're doing you that. Got, at you got to you got to get the you got to get Frickin the mic hipsters. up just a little bit. Where are you going to be? What city? <laughs> uh, I'm in uh, Pinellas County, Florida. I'll be all over all over the place. Uh, Dunedin, St. Pete, Largo, Clearwater. I'll be moving around. Congrats, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've gone down there to visit, and it's awesome having somebody that's like spray. a spray. Really? Yeah. I've never really dealt with the mosquitoes in Florida. I oh, just, they're bad. We're really we're depends fat. where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> mosquitoes like they, mosquitoes like fat people because we <laughs> have you had a lot heavier. of bites this summer. Yeah, <laughs> I've had two. Yeah, they like AB positive blood. Really? According, the, according to a weird study, I <laughs> it's the carbon dioxide Dude, because we're feed, heavier I mean, breeders. You know what I mean? You could probably. See, I haven't I been in it. college for a long time, but it might be citable. Well, I read it on the again, Onion. With, yeah, with all the confidence that you say it, like I'm gonna believe you. So. Right? Yeah. I definitely believe everything you. on Facebook's real. <laughs> no, for sure. It is. I do want to r- get back to something that you yes. were talking about, which we segued off of. But yes, I have a full time job in in food and like beverage. Mm-hmm. But I like probably right now, even two years into comedy, put the same amount of time into comedy that I put into my full time job in a week. And it nets quality victories for right. me. So like I don't get as many like quantity wins, but I'm very like 
aware of like what I want my brand to look like and what I'm trying to build toward. You definitely, I can tell. I feel like you have a very good mind for the, like the building of a brand as a sure. Like, and I'm and the thing is, people don't know this about me, but it's like I'm an English major. Like I plan to go out. To, I'm moving out to LA next year with my sister, and it's like we're talking about opening a restaurant and I'm going to write a novel. It's like comedy is going to always be a big part of my life, but I'm moving out to LA to like, hopefully in the next five years be like known as a really great show producer Mm -hmm. and then even better writer and head up some writer's rooms. Like I don't nearly have the masochism or the desire to be like on that stand up grind. I know when I go out there, it's important that I'll mic as much as possible to continue to do the thing that I'm good at, which is meeting people. And because it also keeps you sharp and it keeps you focused and humble. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't have that long term vision to really want to fucking have a Netflix special because I know exactly by watching professionals do it. And that's why I watch live comedy constantly is that like that's maybe not in like line with what I want my day to day to look like Mm -hmm. over time. So that that leads to ray like what's your what's your what are you thinking like on the same level like are you are you wanting to do the grind i mean i know you already do because you've gone up to canada recently mm-hmm. um you've just been all over the place as well so I, I want this to be my job yeah and then whatever else comes with it i don't care right i just this is what the, the this is this is a an amazing job i love this job and like she said i mean it's when you get uh you know, I mean, when you figure out, when you realize that comedy is something that you want to do, that it, it does become, it's a full-time job. So, you know what I mean? Like, when I was working full-time doing the construction stuff, and then I was also doing full-time doing comedy. Now it's kind of gotten to the point where I'm part-time doing construction, so I don't work unless mm. I need to. And yeah. then comedy is, like, my, pretty much my full-time job. Right. So, And, and you got to figure... It's a, it's, a, it's a grind every I'm day. I'm sure like you got to figure it out, too, because, like, <clears throat> not not that this podcast is like anything big at all, but like I'm actually getting people asking if like you know if I have an opening for people to come on and stuff like that, and it's one of those things where I don't I haven't made any money from it. I mean, there's like sure. small amounts like from switching to Anchor, they give us like a you know ten dollars for every thousand downloads you get, and so if I get a couple thousand downloads, I'll get twenty bucks. So like that's a that's a drop in the bucket compared to all the money I've spent on all of the stuff that we've you know acquired for the show. But it's one of those things where I've actually like had that like come to a realization of like I need to figure this out because if I keep doing it the way I'm doing it, I'm just gonna have to come to the understanding that this is just a hobby. This is just sure. fun. And but I also don't have I don't have enough, I think, behind me to be like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna quit my regular job that is half of my income with my wife that, you know, she does the other half and like, we're pretty much equal with, with what we make. You really test that love out, wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> and <laughs> I've already, a woman and I've already done more than shoulder[ing even more of the work that we have to do on the front lines. And I got behind a two the scene. Apartment, really, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, the women's like soccer team won the other day. And I was like, I wasn't even surprised. I was like, bitches are crushing constantly. We've been doing it. Yeah. It's like, we didn't even need extra like shine from it. It was just like, Oh, Okay, look at us. It right. were better. Well, and Bye. and and clearly, I mean, it, like it's just one of those things that I just know that like if I if I I, I couldn't c- keep the life I have if I just stopped and it didn't like immediately take off. So it's like one of those things like I'm I'm like kind of freaking out because I'm like deciding like okay, am I just gonna like kind of take some steps back and do this less, or am I gonna just keep doing more? But this that's why you know what I mean like she talked about it like comedy might not be her end goal, but she can use that to catapult her into writing right. or. Business owning, you well, know. Well, comedy's the end goal, but I just stand up would not be. Well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I sure. mean, stand up. But I think we. But all so need I mean, to- so that's like something like for you is. I mean, it might not be stand up, but I mean, there can be, there can be like 
different avenues that you could take to help build this. Right. And I want to do like, I mean, I told Ray before we even got on here, like I actually set, it's like, I have this habit where on weekends, like if I'm being lazy piece of shit, I'll put a timer on my phone for like an hour and I'll be like, all right, in an hour, I'm not going to be lazy anymore. I'm going to do something. I'm going to either like go to the gym. I'm going to mow the grass. I'm going to do something around the house. But like for this hour, I'm going to just like watch, you know, the office or something that I've seen a thousand times. And I've put like a timer on me going to try stand up for the fall, and I have to go start doing it. I've Jokers, got he's got a mic. I Jokers, have and like I know people in Anderson that do the Kettle Top Brew House. Like yeah, I, call and, Buck's and, great. And Muncie, like there's something going on with Devon Shoemaker and Calvin Turner, the uh, Comedy Underground. I think you guys, we were just on a that show. You guys together. were just there at. Yeah. So like I know a lot of people, and like that's the thing that like seeing your experience and what you're saying is actually like motivating me because like. I feel the same way with like, I feel, and Ray gave me shit last time I said this, cause I think we talked about the same thing on the podcast, but you, uh, but I said like, I feel like I'm a pretty likable person. So when I go and meet people, I may, we make a network and we've created like a pretty large network of people doing podcasts. But if I get in with people actually doing stuff like what you guys are doing, then I might actually start meeting some people that are not to like downplay anybody that's doing the podcast that they're doing, but like another level of like what sure. I'm doing. Cause I would much rather do this than my regular fucking job every day. Like talk to people on a microphone or go do comedy or do television, movies, radio, anything that is in media. That's like my dream. That's been my dream since I was a little kid. So like I need to do it. Yeah. And I, comedy, but that's why I set that timer for is, fall. It's cool happening. about comedy is like, there are, you know, there's like that idea of gatekeepers or whatever and i there's a lot of people that think that things need to be happening in this very structured sort of pay your dues type of way but that's not the way it fucking is right. it's like my I was actually that like, was going to be my a very question first I asked open mic i ever job. went to like 15 of my friends came but guess what two years later they're still coming and they're bringing people so like that's a little more than just hannah being fucking popular that's right. like oh yeah what's hannah doing now and now i'm hearing my friends and people that saw me from like when i was drinking that whole first year and a third to what it's looked like this past year and you know just seeing that like market difference of like hey and people have really been like so cool to me about saying things like you were funny when you were drunk mm. but this is a totally different sort of a presence up there right. but that's the cool thing about what comedy is if you allow it to have a healthy space within you is that from day to day it can always be different you know, and it's like we can have these ideas of like what your long term goals look like, but it's very important to just appreciate whatever's happening in like the short game, too, mm -hmm. because sometimes that's all it is. And I think it's also important just to make sure and maintain with mental health a good, healthy attitude with it. And that's the problem with a lot of people. And they're like they're uh like inability to like let comedy breathe mm -hmm. and it's like comedy for me is like a baby and i like it and i'm going to like be attentive and you're I'm just going not going to shake it to, it to death things, though, right, right but i'm not going to squeeze the life out mm -hmm. of it like how am i going to ask the universe for infinite growth if i'm choking the very thing that i love right. and giving it no room and that that kind of fucking toxic feeling is palpable and no one wants to book it on shows no one wants to be around it you're gonna not be able to write properly you're not gonna have anything in fucking alignment and i think sometimes in comedy people just need to be able to look at themselves and say right now i shouldn't be on that stage i need to deal with some stuff and get back to whatever and then come back because it's almost more detrimental and i know i'm just saying this as two years in 
But the point of the matter is I'm 35 years into life and I know what the fuck's going on. So it's like seeing it, I'm just able to go, hey, if comedy ever starts to feel ugly or like unhealthy for me or unstable to where it's like a chore to do or I can't write, I'll just take a little sabbatical. Mm. And everyone needs to like reassess that relationship that we have with comedy and our healthy things all the time. Right. I know I get very passionate no, I, on these tangents, like but that's just I like I truly believe this. Shit. I like you use it. a lot of big words, right? Well, I'm an English major. No, yeah. it's, you're so much smarter than me. I know. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I try not I to shit on you guys on stage, but and by like just talking a lot about my vag, but there's some <laughs> things, there's some things in me all the time that just wants to stunt so bad. No, I like it. I like it. Like I said, it's um, one of those things that you know I'm I'm listening and trying to think of a response and it's kind of one of those things that it take me like i'd have to sit here for a minute and actually you know formulate something um but one thing i also wanted to say is i feel like ray's pretty popular too right yeah he's got a following oh yeah yeah he's a popular I mean, guy i sold out two shows you always you always you say ugly and fat but i think you're a pretty handsome guy no i am yeah i'm real good looking <laughs> All the exactly. nineteen-year-olds are into it. Yeah, all all of the one. The, there, there's a nineteen-year-old that's into it. Well, that's it so says she's, or multiple. She's stage. twenty now. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so the bits aged pretty well. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she gets she, a large size blizzard at Dairy Queen now. She does. Yeah. She gets two dilly bars. She's <laughs> she's growing. I want to go to the Dairy Queen by my house today for sure. Yeah, I have this whole joke. There's, I got a friend. And me and her, like, I don't know, like, we get along really well. So everybody always thinks that me and her are going to date. Right. But she's only 19. She's 20 now. But she's, I mean, she's just, she's a cool girl, but she's young. Right. You know what I mean? So there's, and how old I don't are you know, again? I don't, I don't think I've ever even. 35. Okay. So, fuck you know what I mean? Bro. Like, like she, <laughs> do what? She's a fucker, bro. I'm just laughing because I knew I was opening up a can of worms. I, just, like, I don't know how to say it without I'm sounding like a creep. Also at but also, you know movie. what I mean? Like, not burning that bridge with me and her. You right. know what I mean? Like, now oh. Ray's explaining a story that he would have never had to talk about if yeah. I had No, thank you. Now, now when she's 25, you'll be 40, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's Where it's kinda, not that not not as weird. When my dick is it. not working anymore, she's still gonna have an amazing sex drive. And like, what am I gonna do with that? Fucking pencil stick, you know, like popsicle stick around my dick and just strap on. Is that what they're for? That's what strap ons are for? Dildos? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not in the business of emasculating men. I don't know why you think. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you've been looking at my tits this whole time. (laughs) Believe it or not, the Indiana and me, like, I like missionary. I sometimes like dudes just being a dude, you know? I have a big clit energy, but I would really just like a partner. I would like to follow a man into a room for once. So if you're out there... You know, you like the sound of gravel and <laughs> the deepest voice on the podcast me watch is the bunch. woman. I know <laughs> she matches. That's that what all made the Pride time. Month so much fun for me because, like, <laughs> when I was growing up, I'm 35, so it's like when I was growing up, it was like thing. all the traits that I have: watching sports, hanging out with boys, all that shit is like, oh, that's a tomboy. In 2019, like, look at my body and like look at me and listen to my voice and be like, people were the whole time like, I wonder what letter she is. You know, in the LGBTQ. And I'm like, it's S for slut. I am also straight. But but what I'm saying is I have a, a blank canvas that presents itself in a very tricky fashion. You know, a lot of people like looking at her like, I mean, she's pretty, but she wouldn't even need a top surgery. Yeah, you're not. It's not blank. You're like a splatter painting. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely like this is going over my head. I think you guys are too smart for me. 
I just whatever sticks. <laughs> I can dial I'm it into back. It. No, I'm just I grew kidding. up in I'm a small kidding. town. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I can dial it back. <laughs> Dumb it down. No, yeah. So I was talking to this girl. Not talking to this girl. She's my friend. But yeah. But everybody always asks me like, what's it gonna be like dating a 19 year old? So I don't know. I like created this joke about the idea of dating a 19 year old girl. Like, what would you do with a 19 year old girl? For a date as a 35-year-old man, you know what I mean? So what would you do? In the joke, I say I'd take her to a park. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't drink with him. You can't do much of shit with him, right? So I took her to a park, let her play on the swings a little bit. You want me to do the end of the, the joke? I know it. Do it. Yeah, I do the whole to joke. I listen your bits. Do you? I have no idea what yours is. And then you underdog her or whatever. I underdog her on the swing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do say Actually, that. maybe if you say it just like that. <laughs> I underdogged her. You know, <laughs> you know the old underdog. Yeah, the old underdog. <laughs> oh yeah, I talk about underdogging. How no. I was like, it's not what you remember. It's a lot more running than you remember. <laughs> My fat ass could barely get through it the one time. And then I say I took her to Dairy Queen and I got her a dilly bar. Yeah. Because she shared the swings with the other kids. You know, <laughs> I felt like a father figure. I was like, uh, we went from like creepy date to Pornhub category so fast. <laughs> It's like stepfather bangs redhead. I'm just like, ah, watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole joke. Thank you. Comic bangs 19 year old, and you're like, well, which comic was it? So Dane Cook is currently dating a 19 year old girl. Oh, I know. He He's looks like, like shit too. He literally, I saw a picture of him, and he looked like a like one of those wax figurines at Madame Tussauds. Yeah, I feel like he's I swear to God, as soon as I cross paths with him in weird. LA, I'm gonna say it to his face. No mercy. He's the kind of person that aged pretty well until a certain point yeah, and then it's and like then, and then he had work you could tell he had work done but the work looks fucking terrible right. and i and i was They're like doing a better big jobs. fan of him you know when the morticians are doing I still am bang yeah. up jobs compared to whoever <laughs> fucked with morticians, Cook's face. swear to god his face was swollen up like it was uh Poor guy. Sometimes he looks I mean, like one of those monsters. Fuck, so he's fine. Who's feeling bad matter. for Dane yeah, Cook exactly. today? Anyone? <laughs> he's banging Am I a nineteen-year-old in his mansion. Yeah. Everyone's boner for Dane Cook and his washed-up career. God, there's, there's a lot of guys that are topical. like messing around with the young girls lately. Really? Yeah. There's some local, somewhat celebrities that are uh, that are doing. It. I'm not gonna name their names. But yeah, go ahead, because I don't know. Yeah, I'm. No, I'm they only are. Name really? Yeah. Come on, name some name somebody that you're not gonna get in trouble for. I'm sure there's somebody. No, I want to. <laughs> I want to work with more of these guys. <laughs> no, that that's good completely, for them. That's you know, yeah, you know, that's fine. I just, I don't know. I don't be weird for me. I don't know. I, I have. Uh, she's a cool girl. Like I said, she's a cool girl. She's a cute girl. She's pretty as hell. I, I've always like she's wanted mouthy. to. I've always wanted girls. to think that I still have like game with girls, even though Jen and I have been married for going on five, no, nope, four years this year, and but we've been together for. I've going, had HPV longer, but it's a cute thing. <laughs> going Just on like eight guys. or nine, nine years, but like I went, I went out in Muncie <laughs> at Ball State, and uh, immediately was asked, "What are you doing here?" By a few different girls, so I was like, "Oh, this is a, this is starting off really well." And uh, yeah, just went from there. Just. Uh, standing awkwardly at the little like they have like these rails it's brothers so it's like the rail and then the bar yeah. i don't know like the uh john taffer knows what i'm talking about with bar science mm -hmm. and all that stuff um but yeah just stood there and uh and was awkward and people you know finally a few people came came up and talked to us and but it was just you don't i don't know what to do anymore like i used to just be outlandish and an asshole and like 
people liked that, but now I feel like I've grown past that, so I just yeah, can't, yeah. I can't bring it back out. I used to be like super crazy, and now I'm like like I've evened out, right? Yeah. Like you. Well, and I'm also and I'm also terrified of what you know. Jen's gonna like she's just gonna get pissed off at me oh, yeah, for you anything. Else. Yeah. So so it's like ugh, I just gotta I gotta keep, I gotta rein it in. Tomorrow though, summer bash is uh, happening in Bogstown, Indiana. Bogstown. Yep, Hi. it's Where it's about that? 20 minutes southeast from here. It's at a campground. Speaking of mosquitoes, um, but it's it's a sold out show, and uh, that's that's something that I'm gonna actually get crazy for. I'm gonna go crazy. We're gonna do a, a live podcast. Um, we're gonna be able to get up on stage in between bands and you know talk to the crowd and hopefully get them fired up. So I'm pretty excited for that. How it's many good. natter days do you think you're gonna crush? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Are you more a white I feel claw like the, guy? The natter days. The the those oh, the natter day. You know what a natter day is? I'll tell you. Like a like natty? Two. They're two. They're Dude, like I'll the tell strawberry you this lemonade about ones. Days. I haven't had a fragile sobriety at all. Like mm. I kind of hit the ground running and was just like, I'm gonna choose joy mm. and like go on with it. But Natter Days was the first release since I got sober that I was like very aware that I was like, I would have fucking crushed it. Crushed it. <laughs> like one whole summer, <laughs> I'd have just been like terrorizing Mass Ave I and South Meridian <laughs> like a fucking Kool Aid man full of Natter Days, just <laughs> sloshing over into people's day to day. Never heard of a Natter Days. Oh, dude. It's, I feel like you're like. They the, sell them in this like. Oh, a tall young kid boys. would say like Natty Ice or something. Yeah, but like, it is. It's their brand and they made like this just it's like. Strawberry adult lemonade. Yeah, strawberry lemonade beer. Sounds fucking delicious. No doubt. I do like two or three, but like too much flavor like that throws me off. It's like apple like beers. I love yep. apple beers, but if you drink a lot of them, it like messes you up. Like you drank wine or something. Right. Like I get like such a bad headache from that. You stuff. mentioned white claws though, but I'll do white claws all day. I'm, no not, doubt. I'm not worried about I it. I would probably crush those too. Let's be clear. There's there was a lot. <laughs> let's go to a bar right now. Let's just stop this. I was drinking, let's go I to a bar. Drinking. I'll buy the first <laughs> round. <laughs> just not brothers. Just not brothers. Uh, oh, yeah, we started talking about his thing, and I was like, right. "Hey, guys, let's focus on me." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you had a uh, encounter with the with the bouncer, right? Yeah, I didn't even get inside the bar, but uh, yeah, my friend went to jail for battery, and I got kicked in the nuts <laughs> by a fucking steel toe boot. Yeah, wow. So you went out in Broad Ripple, which I mean, the people listen to this are typically around Indianapolis, so people yeah. know where Broad Ripple's at. I've I stay away from Broad Ripple because the last time, I mean, last time I was in Broad Ripple, I got put in the back of a what I thought was a cop car, but it, it turned out he was like a security. Some sort of I don't know Sex what he was. Poser. Yeah, something. So like he stopped at a stoplight, and I like opened the because I opened the back door and realized I could get out. So I just like at a stoplight, opened the door, got out, and <laughs> took off. Oh yeah. So and then like I met back up with my friends, but like I almost went to jail again that night. So like that was just a bad night. I stay away from Broad Ripple. Broad Ripple gets me in trouble. I don't think it's Broad Ripple. Yeah, I that's think you're true. just a turd of a person sometimes. <laughs> that's true. That's possible. This guy went to Brothers and got his balls touched. And he's like complaining about it. Rocked. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna die on it. <laughs> so you what? Got the finishing move from <laughs> Street. So so what started was Boom. what started the what started the altercation? So we were walking by there. You texted us about going there for beer pong. So we we're like, dude, let's go play beer pong. Mm. And then. He wouldn't let me in because I had, like, shorts like this on. And he's like, you're not in dress code. I was like, what? I didn't even I know like, they had a dress code. I fucking, like, There's not dress codes people. for hot girls, so I don't know. I can't <laughs> yeah, relate. I, 
No, I'm out not. on this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> they even somebody the other day I was at Helium and Avery, the GM, was like, you going to wear those shorts on stage? And I was like, I know with good authority that I can wear shorts on stage as a female. And he was like, who told you? And I was, it was just another male comic that's out in LA. And he was like, Mm-hmm. No problem at all. They could, you know, a female could have a like a left lip hanging out, and th- there's no no problem. You can't say anything to them. Nope. I have no rack, so I literally could probably just get up there, and they'd be like, "This is a cute bit from one of our trans allies." And I'm like, "Sorry, man, I didn't realize it blown up." I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. That got me pretty good. Though. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm funny. I know it. <laughs> Uh, but no, like that's that is funny though, because I mean, I don't know. I've never been out out of dress code though. Nobody's ever said something yeah, like that no, to I, me. And I pointed at a guy inside wearing like similar shorts. He's like, wearing like what about him? gray sweatpants shorts. Right. So he didn't let us in. So we leave, and we go to another bar. He must have had a really big and Johnson. We, that was probably why they know. let him in. He's a big redneck asshole. <laughs> so we go to another bar, take a shot, and we're like, "Fuck it, let's go back." I'm gonna ask for a manager, like a general Karen. Yeah. <laughs> And so I go back. I'm like, you would ask for I was the like, would you just go too. to your manager so I can ask him why I'm under code? He's like, because I fucking said so. And then, so he gets in my face. He's yelling at me. My friend won't say his name. Uh, <laughs> punches him in the face. And then well, that's why you got a couple times. The <laughs> that's so I'm back up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I take two steps back. Not being giving him room to uh, run runs further off. and yeah. get more momentum into the ball kick. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So my buddy, I accidentally just said his yeah, name. Yeah, you never see Vinatieri just stand there and kick. He takes <laughs> yeah, a couple dude, steps yeah. back into the left. <laughs> he was kicking a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking still It was hurts. Pat McAfee in disguise. <laughs> just He's smashing like, your nuts, huh? Yep. That was good. Yeah, so then my buddy runs off, and I'm just standing there. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I wasn't trying to fight you. And he just goes, tink. Like, I didn't even... <laughs> I don't know Pink? how I didn't see it coming. <laughs> so he's got, you have he's metal, got metal balls. balls. I have one metal ball now. One metal from ball last night. Pink. Had to replace it. Just a little, just a little little guy, huh? <laughs> Poor guy. I'm sorry that happened to you, man. So yeah, fuck. And then I got cuffed or whatever. Yep. Then the cops watched the video and they let me go. Did they have and, to cuff uh, your balls too? <laughs> no, I sat on ice. <laughs> sat on ice. <laughs> Did you really? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, somebody had Probably the should have, because the they're the size of cantaloupes right now. They the video. They're like, whatever, you're an asshole. You got kicked in the ball. So I was like, no, dude, like, I'm seriously injured. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, just sit right there. Then they watch the tape come back. He uncuffs me. He's like, I'm only letting you go. And I was like, because I didn't do anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just leave and don't come back. I was like, gladly. <laughs> Girls always talk about how painful their lives are. It's right. like, ah. Uh, Cramps, all this other shit. Like, you ever had this us. done? Just this right here done to your balls, <laughs> Hannah? It's the worst nightmare of your life. I'm just—I have no you idea. You ever had a shit. guy that's just like, "Whoops, wrong hole." I mean, it's a nightmare too. Yeah, I mean, no. And you're like, motherfucker, I was asleep. What? Don't fucking touch me. Oops, wrong hole. That's kind of like wrong hole, like that whole like mentality was like the racism I grew up in, like when the small town I like was. How's that in. racist? No, just saying like a wrong hole sort of racism. I'm saying just the idea of what wrong hole means. Like oh, you guys so you're, so you're oh, good. Sorry, you're good. wrong like, hole. You know, it's like that's the kind of racism I dealt with. Yeah. Oh, like you're saying that's racist. I was like, how was that? How was that no. racist? <laughs> Dude stuck in your butt. And he's like, more that's power racist. for both holes. Then, right? Is that what you're going for? Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm just saying. I don't know. Equal rights for both holes. Oh yeah, yeah. All well, I mean, matter. I've got three. <laughs> Well, yeah, one's your mouth hole, Ray. <laughs> He's adding the ears. I don't know. 
<laughs> That's a handhold. Don't even look at my rack. No one can titty fuck me if they tried. It's 13. Like, I didn't count those. 13. You got the elbow gap, the armpit gap. I don't have any of that. The though. knee I pit? look like a celery You can bend stick. an elbow. What about the knee look pit? Look at that. I don't, this is weird. <laughs> so little. It's so little. That's have you have you Cam got it. have you ever been into a uh, into an altercation at a at a no. local watering hole? No, not really. Never. No. I have. I look like such a badass that nobody ever fucks with me. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. I, laughed. <laughs> I immediately laughed and then thought that was kind of rude, but I, I just went yeah. with it. No, nah, it's yeah, yeah. No, I. There was I guess there was one time where this guy uh, he called me a fag because I had a pink tie on. Oh, nice. And I just laughed at him. That was about... <laughs> it had nothing to do with the tie. No, yeah, it was the cute hair. I had like a Bieber haircut at the time, It was probably whatever too. you were ordering. No doubt. Yeah, and it was my apple teeny that, no that I had in my hand. I was holding it, you know, like this. Like it was a goblet or something. <laughs> and I'm just doing this. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, and I just laughed. I don't know. I've never been... Really, I've never gotten like really any a whole lot of altercations yeah, or anything time. like that. Well, a lot of the times, it's... One of those situations where, for me, like, I feel like a bad friend because I'm never around when the fight starts. And people have always given me shit saying that I'm, like, scared to fight. And it's like, I don't... You're a big dude. Like, I don't think I'm scared to fight. I'm just never around when you guys are getting into fights. I know that sounds very convenient, but it's just like... Uh, sounds like a pussy move. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oops. I need to go get another... But I think it's also I was off talking okay. to other people. I think it's also okay yeah. to just, like... Have some self-preservation or right. respect, and not walk right into a shit storm if it doesn't. I, but I also you. don't want to fight because I don't want to get hit. I don't want to get hit in the face. We well, see those a, videos of people of fighting, right? You see those videos of people fighting, and you'll just see some dude who has no idea what the fuck is going on just comes <laughs> in and starts fighting for his friend. <laughs> it's like but your friend was being a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what the whole video is about. And you're standing. I mean, yeah, it's a good it's friend. But over everything. I understand. <laughs> that. Not. I'm gonna slap someone and ask questions later. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what am I gonna have to do? Say sorry again? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you said you've been into a, into an altercation not, before. Like, not like that. I've been in like like several little snippy. I bet you're bar. a mean windmiller. Oh, I was awful. <laughs> as a terror. Just spinning the arms. Yeah. Just, if you get too close, it's on you. Nothing crazy. I'm just known to say outlandish shit on stage, even sober. Mm -hmm. I think that was something that was a transition for people to understand when I got sober and when I, before doing comedy, they realized that like my jokes got sharper, but the material and the darkness is the same. Mm -hmm. So I think people were at least able to be like, yeah, Hannah looks almost unrecognizable, but there's still a very familiar feeling. It's not like I just magically morphed into this like totally different thing, right. but it definitely is a totally different like vibe and lifestyle. So it's like there's just a totally different process that mm -hmm. goes into that. But before I would just be so nuts. Like I would just be drinking on any given day of the week and one like Sunday fun day we were out and I was smashed in front of Teeny in the metro. And so my buddy was like, We gotta get Hannah home or whatever and called a lift and I had this Louis Vuitton bag and I just like set up base camp on the sidewalk and just like kinda like tried to pass out on it, like with a pill as a pillow. And like my buddy has this on video and this cop walks by and he's like hey, what's up with your friend down there? And Raymond's like, oh, my God, sorry, we've got a lift coming. You know, like, yeah. he just knows, like, if you keep talking to her, like, a dragon will wake up. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm Asian. You can't see that because it's a podcast. But I can, if I say chink, I've got the card. Shut up. So I was just like, but I, like he said, the cop's like, are you sure? Is, Not that you can is say she it. okay? Like, the sound his balls made when he got hit. Chink. <laughs> chink. 
Oh, chink? <laughs> chink. <laughs> Chink's one of my favorites to say on stage. It's a good word. Yeah, yeah. it does. It's got a nice I say it all the time. It's yeah. got a real pop to it. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Chink. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not derailing my... You know what I mean? The I know where we're at. I'm smart. So, so you But I basically... The cop was just like, hey, she needs to get up or whatever. And I just kind of like... Like I said, this like kind of ascend off of this bag. And I like turn around and I'm like... You rose Keep up without yeah, touching like the like your hands way. touching the ground. You know what I mean, like the matrix. Like, yeah, <laughs> just like floated up onto your like. Toes. And I was like, "Hey, buddy, move along." <laughs> yeah, hey, buddy, exactly. to the cop. Like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Move along. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to fucking see. Keep it fucking moving. And my butt at that time, the lift pulls up, and my buddy shoves me in there, and I just somehow like get blacked out home. But it was like oh, I have no great. regard for that kind of shit. Yeah. I do more now. Yeah. I mean, w- when I was at Ball State, I fell asleep multiple places at the bar. I mean, it was a it was a pretty regular thing because I'm like one of those people that goes and goes and goes and goes. And then all of a sudden I just I have to go to sleep. So it's why I got in trouble a few times, too, with the law when it comes to drinking, um, because I had to get home. So I like Make decided to try to drive home. I mean, I predated Lyfts and Ubers, you know, oh, yeah. we were just and we were in a small town. Yep gonna not drive home yep. <laughs> and i'm saying it now i you can it also hear that i'm laughing now. it's awful and i drinking and driving is terrible like yeah. i said i'm sober now there's a reason for that but uh, yeah there's just it wasn't like you couldn't call a cab sometimes you couldn't even get fucking cell phone reception on like old school phones on gravel roads yeah before uber and lyft and all that stuff at ball state you i i remember distinctly on a regular basis i would call the cab company at like 2 30 in the morning or three like as the bars were closing and get laughed off the phone they're like we're not coming to get you for sure with as drunk as i was and kind of like trusting and nuts the the fact that i didn't get raped every single day i was at iu my freshman year is nuts i mean i'm just walking out there like the walking dead you know what i mean i mean it's it's not a joke i'm not one of the ones you know but they wouldn't have taken them long to find me i'm not gonna be one of those girls that got snatched up at iu and it's like five years later yeah for sure yeah it's like when i made that joke one time about rape a girl you need to get you a quiet one I'm yeah, kidding. I'm the wrong kind of Asian for that. Yeah. You know can't wait I mean? to, I'm just going to cut that There's and all, use that yeah. as a, yeah. a drop. Like yeah, please do. Please do. I'm going to rape a girl, guys. All right, get you a quiet one. Yeah. Hannah's a talker, all right? You for don't want sure. that. I mean, for I mean, that's why I'm I'm I have no fear. Like I'm never going to get caught up by ISIS. You know what I mean? ISIS yeah. is going to catch and release me. They're like, "Fuck! We thought we had a girl," and then they just hear me start talking. And then it's like you hear people with ISIS. Like, get this and fucking like, sack off my head, pussies! Exactly. You know me. It's like there's no. I'm I'm already. They're like going sitting around trying to make you read the thing, and they're just like. And you're honestly, like, there's six of them. Come honestly, in here and get people, them. You, you know how you guys hear people and you're like later they're like, oh, this is my story of the year I spent with ISIS. It's like, bro, a whole year? Like, I'm not going to survive the first weekend in capture no. camp. No. Like, I'm, I'm, my head's getting lopped off, off top, and I'm doing it on purpose. Like, I'm going to make sure, like, I don't want to even be there for two days. Right. Like, I'm going to just say weird things to him. I'll be like, hey, Ahmed, what's the Wi-Fi password in this hole? <laughs> Jeez. Like Muhammad is gluten free. They're like, get that fucking cut out of here. 
Don't even try to taper. She's going to try to do a bit. Just the whole time. USA. Yeah, USA. just be humming Margaritaville while they're trying to saw my head off with my hand over my heart like a goddamn patriot. Oh, I dare you. We'll just start showing that video at schools like they used to do with the Pledge of Allegiance. And it's just me. Like Pledge Allegiance. An Asian American psycho. As you're flipping them off. Of anti terrorism. I'm out there. If the government hears this, yeah. I'm in for it. Go. I already got a thing going with LaCroix, but I got, you know, some space in my heart and my promo for the DOD. <laughs> got something going with LaCroix, yeah. huh? You want to get a Department of Handland Security going? I'm on it. Handland. I'm so creative, it blows my mind. <laughs> I'm just going to listen back to this podcast so I can write new bits. Yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, cut your stuff and give it to you. There you go. Thank you. It'll be yeah. my fault. It'll be my special. <laughs> yeah. I'll just release it. That's, that's, that's a question that I did want to ask, actually. I thought about that today um, leading up to our conversation a special so like you say like when you say you have an hour is that a special or is a special something that you've like put a lot obviously a lot of time and effort into because you hear comedians talk about touring and doing and then they record their special like how does what do you guys consider a special and is that something that you want to do in the near future or is it something you want to yeah, wait it's until something that i definitely want to do soon yeah um but to me a special is like and you have like the the cameras rolling right. in and you like record it that way and it goes to Netflix or HBO. And you can or edit like it as well too. Yeah, that's a special. Mm. Like me doing like an album recording is just you know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. I, like I can put on like a D like a CD or yeah, something. Yeah, but like, like that. that's the the question I have with like it being a kind of a more modern world. Like, is are people still interested in doing like album recordings where Everybody they put does. CDs yeah. out? Because I don't think I've ever seen a CD too. in the I mean, last like five years. I don't know. have any CDs. Not yeah, you don't usually, you don't usually get like the comedy CDs anymore. That's what I'm saying. So I was wondering, like, but you like, do, do get those downloads they, and stuff like that. Yeah, would they put that on like Spotify? Would they put yeah, like they their album on, on Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, iTunes, shit like oh, that? Yeah. And then they could give you the money like at the venue. Like I've mm -hmm. seen co comics do that, and you give them like a card that has like a download code. That's on cool. It. You know so that's I mean? a little or, bit more advanced. But that's what I was wondering. Like, is that like because you Hannah brought up also the um, like it not being like. Um, because, like, if you think of a job, like, you start at entry level, then you make it to the next level, and you make it to the next level. So, you know, would it throw you off at all to, like, you know, think, oh, I'm going to do a, a special because somebody offered me the, the opportunity to do it? Like, would you take it right now? Like, if somebody offered you, like, the opportunity De to do it? It depends on, like, what the opportunity, how much, how much they want from my recording. You right. know what I mean? Because a lot of those guys, like, like there, I've had buddies that are, have been uh, approached by, like, recording studios and stuff like that, and there's, like, we're like, let's do an album. Let's do an album. And there's like, but they want like 80% of the rights or they right. want 50% of the rights. And it's like, you're not getting any of that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I can do this on my own. Oh, yeah. With your, like, with your network of people that you know, like, you could record, yeah. you could do an album easily. Easily. Because the amount of people that I know or that, you know what I mean? Like, the only benefit that they would have is that the recording studio would be able to, like, push it and, and right. like, advertise it better than, mm -hmm. like, maybe what I could. That'd yeah. be the only benefit to it. But how about you? I'm not going to, like, slap a special out of someone's hand if it's right. offered to me yeah. over time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think, you know, you, you follow me on Instagram. Yourself. And even on a low level, like I said, everything that I'm doing is curated. Nothing is done for the benefit of others. Mm. I really like everything that I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis is in line with what I would be doing on a day-to-day -day basis without comedy or any sort of a following. However... Like, it's very thoughtful. And it's like, especially at 35, if I was young, like, or younger, like, I feel young, like, as in the scheme of it. Mm. But if I was younger and, like, kind of ascending those ranks in my early 20s, I might consider something 
like like or like have that desire to do that but i think the the english major and having a writer's driven perspective of comedy as opposed to more of like a stage presence i'm more inclined to record an album over time just because i can really curate that in mm-hmm. like a very like story like form and have it exactly word for word the way i want it as opposed to standing in front of a bunch of people too right as far as like what that looks like visually so so what do you guys like what do you guys have like in the I'm definitely going to fuck like someone in the next year that has a special. There you go. You know, so like I'll have a special by proximity. Okay. You know. Is that like going to bed with like the books under your pillow because you think it's going to like go into your go in your brain? People Did you ever try that. to do that? I tried to do that as a kid. That's stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> when I was a really little kid, I did that. For sure. It's just, I think it's kind of cute. I, I, re- I, re- I, I definitely read a lot when I was a kid, so I thought, like, you know, if I'm reading this, I might dream about it if I put it under there. I had a lot of, like, weird thoughts out there, you know. I also kept all of my little, like, action figures in my room because I felt like they would protect me if, like, there were monsters or something. You know, that's demons, that kind of thing. God, you're sad. <laughs> So sad. I'm just kidding. No, I say that's kind of stuff. I, this is the truth. I was afraid to masturbate until I was like almost 18. Really? Because I thought I could give myself herpes. This is a true story? Yeah. Why aren't you talking about this on stage? Because I don't know. I just, it's not, I just don't typically talk about that kind of stuff on stage. But but no, yeah, I, I was afraid because I misunderstood the teacher when he said, you know, the health teacher said, if you have sex a lot, you could get STDs. <laughs> and I took that as like, okay, well, he means like, if I ejaculate enough, <laughs> I could get an STD. So I was so afraid to like use them up. <laughs> that would so, be, that's such I was an interesting so, like, concept. Like I only have like a hundred in my life. I was life, such a I... pent up kid. You know, what I, mean? I was just I was so fucking spazzy. Just <laughs> I was a pastor's daughter, so I had like these weird things that were ingrained in me from oh, like yeah. a very young age. I'm a that, pastor's like, son, I agree. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I make a lot like of those. Why? That, that kind of like. So I said, you know, I was talking about being a pastor's daughter, and then I was whenever I say it on stage, I could see people are like. Oh fuck, that makes a lot of sense. You know? <laughs> like that something goes off there, like, oh shit, yeah. But I was just I always talk about it. I'm like, it doesn't really mean much. It just means that like I grew up masturbating, listening to Flood by Jars of Clay <laughs> and said the sinner's prayer <laughs> after Jars you know, of Clay and forever. Use my WWE yeah, J D ring as a cock ring at church camp. Like you yeah, know, that's... my favorite Bible verse was Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things things through Coke that strengthens me. <laughs> my dad let me know at Thanksgiving. That's not how that goes. <laughs> no, I actually I grew up uh, like going to the, like the church camps and things like that, and it was mainly I think just because my family wanted to get rid of me for like a week at a time, that kind of thing. And uh, it was like I enjoyed a lot of the 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 fun parts, but like the actual like. When they would like try to make you sing, that used to drive me insane. Making you sing is the least of your con- like f- what I was like subject to. And the thing is, my dad is still the pastor of of a church. You know what I mean? I have a high level of respect for mom and dad, but it's just I have a, a different kind of vantage point towards everything. Mm. But like as a child, when you start to like get older and decompress, what that level of like religion looks like and how it like shapes your kind of formative mind and the way you approach right. things, it's like. I'm still to this day at 35, like hunting around over my shoulder, like for the Antichrist, mm. you know, because of fucking fried movies we had to watch. I fully, when we were I fully younger, believe in you know demons. what I mean? And like, I I'm like, not going to lie. Watch I fully people believe get in filled that. with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. Like, that's, there's crazy sorts of things to be impressed upon. Like, 
a little mind, but mm. you'll find like, I think one funny thing about comedy is that there are a lot of co-centric circles in the people that become comedians. And there's a lot of overlap in material. And one of those is being raised uber religious. Like one is obviously like mental health or mm. like addiction issues, or there's like certain other little things that like you'll find across the board. For some reason, all the men in the indie comedy scene like watching wrestling. So that's like their little circle. But it's that's so stupid. but they all but I'm get, not saying I'm but in there's the like a lot of them where if they make those jokes they would understand. Right. But it's like religion though is a almost in almost anybody's sets for the most part you'll you can hear a little bit of it in one way or another. Ray, was, no no religion. We weren't raised. We I was not raised religious. My family wasn't religious. Like I said, I feel like they just my wanted me to go to these camps God. to get away. Yeah, my mom believes in God, but that's but she never we we she dragged us to church one time ever. And that was the Sunday after 9-11. Oh, okay. She well, that was a really bum- that's a bummer for everyone. You know? <laughs> yeah. So she was like, hey, this really bad thing happened. We might all die soon. Let's go ahead and go to church. I will not forget. And that was the only time. Other how, than that, I've never been to church. So. I will not forget how uninterested I was in 9-11 when I was a kid. Because how old were you? I was, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. So I'm older than you, So, but I was 17. So but, I was walking into senior level physics, mm-hmm. and it had a totally different, like, like vibe for me where I found myself like I was just obsessed with like reading or watching everything about the people that had passed away Mm -hmm. because I felt like that was my only way to like honor them and what like was very absurd and scary you know so it's like I had kind of like a different like view on it but it's just like being a different like a too young to remember when Kennedy got shot yeah when you talk to somebody who remembers how every like the sound of their mom's wailing or something. Well, you should know? try being a teenage boy when all that's going on. Well, that's what I I Is really that how old you were. I really want to seventeen eighteen. I really want to say almost eighteen. How how I was feeling, which maybe I was just cynical ever, like since I was a little kid. But like I literally, my mom wasn't really freaking out that much when I got home. I literally, I thought it was just like anything else. I was like, wars happen all the time. What's so crazy about this sure. shit happening here like i th- as a little kid i was not stressed i was like whatever like they I sent us home very, like even as an old but i was like also a little bit younger i was like towards 14 adulthood, though, i didn't feel like fear yeah i definitely felt a heavy weight upon me of like what that meant i just noticed how weird everybody else was and i was like this is weird that people sure. are freaking this because like i said i watched the news with my family and i'd be like oh you know some village got bombed over here and you know we lost some soldiers or something and i was like well that that happens so like why is it so important like i didn't grasp the fact of how important it was that it happened actually on like in the united states that's what i the point i was like trying to get across with how i felt as a kid yeah and i don't know and in general just thinking about 9-11 i've brought up 9-11 on stage before and it's it always will have like a mixed bag reaction like to any kind of like thing like that Mm. you know and you'll be like oh too soon or whatever but I think as I a comedian, think I, mean, I think as a comedian, you have a license to shed light. You know what I mean? Through what is actually pervading darkness. And and if it comes through absurd means like by saying like or alluding to the fact like of a tragedy that happened on stage, then I like I don't I don't buy that shit. I don't support that camp. That's like, don't talk about those things because those are triggering for people. But it's like, hey, I went I served like I was there. Yeah. For it, you know what I mean. So it's like I think if somebody saw the fucking challenger go up, right. they can probably talk about it on stage. I, I think we have a license to talk about the things that we've 
been through or whatever shared traumas. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I refuse to shy away from the thought of talking about something, especially when I'm not making fun of any victims. And I also hate when people just hear something on stage and they're like, oh, autism, I'm going to shut myself down from this joke. You don't even know what anyone's about to say about it. You're like not offended. You're faux offended. You're literally just in your own fuckery about like, oh, this is whatever. And sometimes the jokes do suck that come later and they really shouldn't be said. I buy 100% into anything can be funny. Anything can. Literally anything. I like, always do like the uh, like Mr. Miyagi had the thing where he said, uh, if do right, no can defend. <laughs> I do the same thing with jokes, right? Like, if do right, no can offend. <laughs> That's good. You know I mean? like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's like, good. Like, I have one 9-11 joke, and I haven't done it on stage in a while. Why don't you just say it right now? I'm going to. Go ahead. I want to, because we brought it up. <laughs> I, said, I visited New York recently, and uh, I hated New York. I couldn't stand New York. I hated it. The people were rude air smelled like trash it was just so busy it was just the kind of place that just makes you want to fly a plane to a building <laughs> yeah that was the whole joke all i said about 9-11 <laughs> now everybody needs to do their yeah. 9-11 yeah, let's, joke. let's all do 9-11 all jokes. i was saying is that my kid sister lives out in la she's been out in california for the past three or four years just crushing so like she's the person that i'm moving out there to be like closer to when i go next year but she is very like spiritual. I have a, like I'm definitely an energy person. Like I have a little bit of a spooky pussy, you know, like all supercharged. My stones during the blood moons, you know. That's what happens. Wait, wait yeah, <laughs> you know, I've got Palo Santo burning in there right now. It's just smudging out all the negative juju from penis past in this room. In this room. In this room, it's just something I'm doing for everyone. But all I was saying I don't know is, if a lot she of... says you have super a lot of penis kooky shit. <laughs> My sister says super LA shit and it's always just so nutty. Like that even for me, like I find it absurd where she'll just be talking about things like energy and whatever. And so she was like talking to me once and I was like, Hey, are you still talking to that dude you were talking to? And she's like, Uh yeah. We've kind of gravitated back towards one another, you know. Uh she was like, We're like she's like, We're like kindred, like we're kindred spirits, you know, we're conscious twin flames. And I was just sitting there, and I'm, like, FaceTiming her, and she can see my face is, like, melting off, like, <laughs> ice cream. And she always is just like, just say it. Because deep down, even though she's totally interstellar in her thoughts, she knows that I'm fucking funny. So she wants to hear whatever it is that's going to challenge her but make her laugh. Because no one out there in the Woke Woke West is saying anything that's fucking funny. So she's not hearing it. So she's, like, looking at me to be like, what do you have to say about this conscious twin flames? And I was like... I was like, I don't know, Mel. I was like, it's just such beautiful imagery, you know? I'm just like, if you Google search my relationship like images and all it says is twins, it's just going to be images of the twin towers that come up. I was like, you know, like, that's my relationship. Just at one point, two entities standing side by side, tall and erect. Strong. Yeah, strong, erect. The next thing you know, two smoldering heaps on the ground because a brown guy got between them. It's Jeez. a classic bit, bro. I haven't said it in so long, but it shouldn't it shouldn't like not it. be heard. That's good. That so is that's good. A, I like that's it a lot. That's my nine eleven hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. Um man, how do we recover from nine eleven? I don't jokes? know, man. <laughs> Did Bush do it? <laughs> this week on the yes. podcast. <laughs> man, we've got we've uh had a guy on here that's a Big conspiracy nut, and that's that was always really Spangle. fun. Nope, 
It was no? uh, oh. TC. Um, oh, he's he's a big fan of uh, he's a big fan of what's his name Alex Jones. Oh god. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Who's Alex Jones? Oh, the guy that got the guy that goes insane. Everything. Yeah, that's got a really Stupid. really crazy voice. Um, Have you heard yeah. his songs? No. He's got a song that's so good. I I don't have. I will. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> yeah. It's so freaking funny. <clears throat> um, so they style it like in the like the style of like a like a folk song. Okay. And they take like all his crazy shit and they just like put it on there. Like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Oh, that's so stupid. You'll have to see it. Um, so one th- good for the podcast. One of the, the I'll show it to you later. <laughs> <laughs> one of the last things though that uh, I was I was curious about because I, I haven't really brought up any news stories because like I said I've been trying to do more just like free form figure out how the conversation goes not take too many notes. Uh, how do you feel about the Instagram model that was selling her bathwater? And then there was like a, a fake news story saying, which I don't know if it was fake or not, but saying that the, there was like a large outbreak of herpes after she sold her bathwater. There was. <laughs> sure that I'm, de- I'm definitely going to have to change that mic cover after this. Aren't no, I'm I? not putting it on my face. I've got a cold sore <laughs> because I drank bathwater I bought off this Instagram whore. Um, so. How much bathwater did she sell? I don't she know. It was like I mean, out. it was it was a ton. Hold on, let me look this up here real quick because I would like to know as well. I'm not saying it's like on. She my, sold like, it for like thirty dollars, and I she mean, said she sold out of it. I have. I take baths. Like I don't do it. So yeah, like have that's another it's question. It's gotta be so easy that's, to be that's a girl. A, that's a definitely girl question. Do you sell? Do you sell pictures of your feet? Has anybody asked you for that? Not really for that, but the other night I was outside of O'Reilly's just Jean. hanging with a friend, and people are starting to say really outlandish things to me, just very cavalierly. And some bro, I was like, he introduced himself to me or whatever, and then was just like, I was like, what do you want? He was like, I want to put a baby inside of you. And I was like, bro, I take plan B as a multivitamin. <laughs> I'm giving myself a daily sweep of that womb broom. And not only that, I would never fuck you. Don't talk to me. So I'm just getting, she like I said, I get, metal I get hanger some, no one's asking purse. me for feet pictures, but people are trying to impregnate me with their words. <laughs> what? With their words? Well, that's what he said. I'm not going to That's her? Him. So this is the uh, Bell Delphine. Yeah, I would assume oh, so 19? by that look. Um, she's 19 she and she old for 19. was selling $30 bottles of bath water. Yeah, they sold out immediately. They're not saying how many though. That's the frustrating thing. But then the the level of herpes went up. Well, that's people are saying that was a that was like water. a news story, but I think it was a I think it was a joke. Well, at oh, least really? The, uh, at least the outbreak will be contained because none of those guys are having sex. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, Shit. good job, Cam. The only I just virgins, wish you would have said it in the mic a little bit better. The only virgins <laughs> with herpes. <laughs> But no, I was just curious because I, I was actually going to ask you if you've ever had to like, or not had to, have you ever been approached to sell something like from, I don't know, anything like that? Because I see pe- people on the internet all the time saying, bitch, I should just sell my feet pics or something or, like yeah, that. Yeah, your nudes yeah. or whatever. Anything? I don't put. $2,500 a month? Oh, yeah. No, I get. Lewd Snapchat. I get a, de- a decent amount 4, of attention. Followers? God. Yeah. I get a decent amount of attention, but I think that. God, I wish I was a I think that I'm in the next. (laughs) I think if I came back and podcast with you after I've been in LA for a year, Mm -hmm. then we might, I might have a different story to tell you about the things that are happening. Like, as you're, you're talking about my ball solding, like starting to roll, it's still in a very, like, infantile sort of a situation, even though it's like cool things are happening, but the way that I view it 
And it's like, I just have no doubt that these stories are just going to get a little more absurd because that's just who I've always been as a person. And now kind of like just reflecting light the way that I am and kind of spreading like my wings into that, Mm. those spheres, it's just going to get a little bit. So would you, would you sell your bathwater? No doubt about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Really? If somebody asked, if if there was like a hundred thousand people out there that were like really interested in my bathwater, I'd sell it in a heartbeat. I think it'd be weird. They might find. I think there's just got to be there's got to be floaties in it. (laughs) Some things that you have to have private for yourself at some point, right? Yeah. But your bathwater, I guess. Bathwater, I don't really care. I don't know. Like that's that's a that's an interesting. Could you imagine going? I would love to have her bathwater. No, I would like. I, this is another I interesting thing that, that just, happen, I just happened to me. Being that creepy. That's I, good, I right? follow, it's good to not be that creepy. It's I follow not good like to be uh, that creepy. It's not. I could These never look at. These are not good it. men that bought this bathwater. These aren't <laughs> no. like right. upstanding fathers. They're These not are people men. that are like They're fucking. You know what I mean? <laughs> giving their Stepford wives the old one too. I couldn't you know? imagine ever just <laughs> looking at a girl. Fucking Donnie. It's like these aren't good dudes. These it's are Japanese so businessmen who are going to go on to commit suicide before age 50. They're the ones you know, who like, buy it's the... It's weird uh, shit going on out there. Yeah, no, I, I can I'll be happy me. to have any of you weirdos at any of my shows at any time. <laughs> Eventually, I'll have merch. I don't think it's going to be bathwater. Your bath merch water. is bathwater? Yeah. Just, that would be great. I think that'd be good. Sell, like, bottles of Aquafina. Well, she, she, already, like, she already <laughs> talked about selling some squirt, so... She's the one Did who you said really? it. Yeah. yeah I think heard, I think you should do I think you should do like the, the little up. almost like uh oh, eye drops. Oh, drop little little eye, that yeah. would be so clowning. Yeah. And people huh? <laughs> 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 And you know there's some creepy fucking no dudes doubt. out there that would be putting that in their eyes. Yeah, one time. No, but I would. also know Hannah, and I know for a fact Hannah would walk around, take the top off, and just start throwing it at us. <laughs> like yeah. it's fucking holy water. I and baptize I like, you in the name of the mouth. Father, the Son, and the Hannah Spirit. <laughs> she just fucking Here you go, fuck slinging boys. her juice all over. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna taste like the Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Don't act like you wouldn't laugh that shit up. I mean, if I'd it did it taste like that, I would, yeah, for be, sure. Yeah. Half the time, dudes want to fuck me. It's just because it's just like basically, I was thinking about it the other day when I was taking a shower. I was like, I was like, dude, it's just because I'm Asian. Like when when you're born Asian of any sort, like you get basically pocket aces in the dick lottery. It's like you're automatically sitting at that final table. I don't know a single I, dude who doesn't have like an Asian. No thing. doubt, and me as a half. Oh my god, I'm just like. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they're just sitting there like, oh, my God, let's get her over here and see if she squirts Thai chili sauce. <laughs> We're like, we don't care if you're fully gooked out. Like, Trailer Moon, you're our princess. Get over here. Trailer. I do like Trailer Moon. That'd be a great. Good it's, one of the greatest, it's one of the yes, greatest tags I've really ever good. had. It's going to be my signature. Yeah. Like, I think it'd be a good T-shirt for you. Yeah, it's going to be. Like a I'm trashy like Sailor Moon dressed yeah, up. Yeah, Sailor Moon. I already got a person I drawing the character right now, and it's this big anime character girl with a Carhartt beanie on. Bro. <laughs> I know the brand. Ray, so, so Ray, you you said there's a lot of like, and you said there's a lot of guys out there with the Asian thing. Like, what is uh, what is that? What is the reason behind that? Do you think? I'm not really sure. Because because huh. I, I don't, don't have a thing. Either. If I don't have a thing, I've always said this from the very beginning. If they're hot, I'm in. So it doesn't matter. Like doesn't matter general, at all. And I don't. But, but I don't have. Asian, I don't have a specific. I think there's like thing. an exotic sort of like a mysticism to mm-hmm. it. You know, I don't think that I have that sort of <laughs> vibe. You know what I mean? I'm not like people aren't <laughs> over there like. like no. Let's pick up that memoirs of a geisha looking <laughs> bitch. They're just more like I think she might. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she might want to throw this egg roll in her. 
I just know people have like preferences, and I've never had a, a specific preference. I've just, I no, guess, if you what see I'm like saying... my Pornhub search history, it's like just depends on the day of the week, right? Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just go and see what's what's hot right now, and yeah. then like that's what I that's another thing that I was going to ask about. Uh, just because what's I just with all the I, step I just, and that's shit. what I I was going to ask about that, what and then is that? what's the new weird thing where they don't show their face at all? Have you the seen POV that? stuff? No, like there's like literally a whole subset of porn right now, which it's a genius move by the girl, by the way, because... But the dude shows his face and the girl doesn't, or both? It's kind of like, it's a point of view, I guess, from the guy, and then the girl's face is like, it's great cinematography, too, because they like keep the, the woman's face out of it, like... I don't know. It's hard to explain, but basically, I like a face. I like a nice, pretty face. I feel like I feel like I. I mean, she can be nine hundred pounds, but if she's got a pretty face, I'm into it. <laughs> like I'm a sucker for like a cute smile. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if a girl's got like a cute smile, I'm into it. So I wouldn't be into that at all. Yeah, it's it's very weird. And I was like, but like I was saying, like that's a genius move because then like she's not recognized out in public unless like somebody really knows, like you know. What, I mean, unless she's, like, naked, I guess, in public. I just have these two stupid tattoos, so, like, it would just be, like, people would be like, that's fucking Hannah. <laughs> yeah. That one tattoo says, fuck it if you can't take a joke. That's for sure, Hannah. That that You have that tattoo? Yeah, and then I have a Pacers. Do you have any tattoos? I have a Pacers, Colts, Yankees tattoo. I'm afraid Pacers, Colts, Yankees? Those are my three favorite sports Where does, like, I'm sorry. It's where's... on my, it's on the small of my lower back. Like it's, like, no basically, like, and we can't see it. So. I can show it to you when we're done. It's, um, it's just, like a, like, a masculine version of a tramp stamp. Okay. It's all three logos, but I got it even before the Colts won a Super Bowl. Nice. So I just have been like that person. Respect. Are you, so you, I'm guessing like sports fan then. Obviously, yeah, if you have a tattooed on your body. Yankee Stadium. Nice. I was joking around with Audrey Stewart when she was home from LA. She's from like killing it out in comedy and California, and is from here. But I was talking to her about how I want to get like all the banners from IU. That's cool. Like That's line. a good but idea. It's just like, like I'm that. weird, you know. I'm also thinking about getting the golden arches of McDonald's above my pussy. <laughs> billions and billions served. Because I think, honestly, it's just like kind of like the dick in the stone where it's like if a guy can see that shit, laugh and get off, like that might be my. You should put the. <laughs> that might be the dude. You should that put the Wendy's the girl on there and it says qualities are recipe. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was even their slogan. Oh, that's yeah, what it that, says on their sign. How do you, I don't Cause know. Because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at one. That's a callback. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to do the callback. No, yeah. I'm not fat. You don't say that. That's our word. I'm just kidding. You say whatever you want. But uh, so we talked a little bit about sports last time you were on here, right? Um, a little bit. Not, I love sports. Not, not a ton, but so you're a big fan, right? It's coming back. It's close. Are you a college football fan, though? Eh, I don't think we. I think really. we did talk about that. I think you're not as into that as I'm you are into, the NFL, right? I'll root for any Indiana team. Right. Like I'll. I don't. But I don't have like a certain college. I didn't go to a college, so mm. I don't really have a. I didn't finish a college. I was there for eight years. I don't so. have any. My dad. And I have no my parents like, didn't ties go to college, to so I don't. It's not like I'm a huge Purdue fan or anything like mm. that. But I'll root for Notre Dame, Purdue, or IU, or any of those guys. Yeah. I'll root for them. But I'm a huge Colts fan. You college football? Not worried about it. I I watch it. Mm-hmm. So like I just like college football is the thing that I'm most likely to put money on because I don't have any like stake in the game. Right. Because like I went to IU or whatever, and I root for them hardcore as far as collegiate men's basketball mm-hmm. is concerned. But they're but dog shit at football. Yeah, so I love gotten, watching. They've them. gotten better. They they're better, but they still lose they on a regular basis. So I just like I'll watch all the bowl games. I'll watch mm-hmm. like I'll have football on like yeah. in the or just like look up at it. You know what I mean? But it's more like something I'm able to just like look at in sort of a fun or like 
logical, yeah. statistical way as opposed to like having a true like desire to watch that team. Last thing before we get out of here, because I, I just have a couple of questions both for you guys. Um, with your Instagram thing that you're into, Hannah, I see a lot of the food and the working out stuff. Oh. Is did that exist before, like, was you were, you were talking about your, like, sobriety and stuff? Did you do, like, were you into the food and stuff? Way before and drinking. And working so out like, as well? Yeah. So everything that, like, who I, like, am right now and what, like, I'm showing forth to be on social media is definitely something that was in me from a young age and, like, kind of, like, was a part of my day-to-day all the way until I started abusing alcohol, which would have been around 22, 23 years old, and I didn't get like off of it until 35. So it was like all that stuff, like a lot of this whole like year of sobriety has been me just kind of like almost like dusting off artifacts or like re like excavating parts of my personality and like finding out which things were just like something I liked as a kid or which things were like fundamental parts of like who I am as a human. Mm. But like way before alcohol, I was like a good runner in high school and I did track and cross country, played basketball, things like that. My sister was a star athlete and like a way better basketball player, but I was always like in me to do that. Mm. It was just, I was, when I was drinking, I was drinking so much that it was like working out would absolutely not be a right. part of that. I started serving when I was very young. My mom's from the Philippines. So it's like food is the center of my home. So like, or like, of, and what like my personality looks like. And it's something that I always want to have like my hands involved in, whether it's just me cooking for friends or just like having involvement in restaurants in the future. So it's like, yeah, it is definitely me and it's easier to like see and like do now at a high level now that I'm sober, but it's not anything that wasn't in me, but mm-hmm. it just hadn't been seen for a really, really long time. Right. So anybody that knew me like during that time, it's not like they didn't know who I was, but there was just a lot of like capstone parts of my personality that they're just seeing now. Like, it's like, Oh shit. Hannah has a work ethic. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Hannah's writing constantly. <clears throat> Hannah's like, I'm, I already did two hours of Pilates this morning. Mm. You know what I mean? And I've done other shit. Like, right. So, <clears throat> so where do people find you on the social media? Social media, uh, first and foremost, you know, just to put myself in a secondary position, follow Red Flag Comedy. Red okay. Flag Comedy is a baby that I started with a couple met, of my friends. I met Dyke at yeah. um, um, the Smugcast finale yeah. episode, and I want to get him on here as well He's because awesome. when we talked about it, but like, obviously, that's what I get frustrated about doing this podcast thing is, is like when I'm doing it once a week, it's hard to get everybody that I want and meet sure, to get to be on the show. And, um, but, but yeah. Red flag comedy. But then, like I was saying, the hot content, the fun content is at Hander Pump Rules. So it's H-A-N-D-E-R-P-U-M-P Rules. There's a show on Bravo called Vanderpump, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorite trash reality shows. So I just inserted my name, as an ego-based narcissist will do, Hander <laughs> Pump Rules. You can see my ongoing sorts of like weird love affairs, like sponsorship, like like LaCroix sent me some swag so we That's have like super a, cool that so they weird that. man <laughs> just a weird thing like well, didn't this is you my take life. like some video or something yeah all I was doing like basically in a, a nutshell I don't have a lot of followers I have like 1800 followers it's not a menial amount but it's not like I'm still trying to get like to a thousand you know what I mean a hundred K there's like a girl here in Indy that has like 500,000 followers it's like that's it's next not a girl. Level. why that's not a girl that's Ben I, well, same thing, but there's people with that amount. I've got like eighteen hundred. Yeah. But like you said, like I was telling you, I have a very strong sense of brand, mm. and I think because of that, it makes my 
Instagram content more appealing because it's like it, it has a narrative. Mm-hmm. It like makes sense. It right. all like works together. And so I just was being a goon dick and shooting shitty promo for my kitchen. And I drink LaCroix and especially now sober, I definitely drink right. LaCroix. So they had a new flavor out and I was just like in my kitchen in a crop top trying to get people to thirst trap their way into a, a mic, <laughs> you know. And then at the very end, I'm just like, and shout out to LaCroix, got this new flavor. I'll post my thoughts on it later, whatever. And then at the very end, too, I said, LaCroix doesn't know it yet, but I'm one day going to be their favorite sponsored stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So this is just a stupid thing. I tag him in it. Nothing is even comes of it for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then I see that they like, finally, they slip into my DMs and it's just the little crying laughing emoji. And I just thought, that's a window. And so I like message him back and I was like, I told you I was funny. I was like, now you that's know it's such you can- a weird, like whoever's managing their social media, like that's a weird yeah. thing to do but just it's to weirder like, too because it's like we would just have this intermittent banter smiling. and so I just kept tagging <laughs> him in stupid shit like at the pool like mm-hmm. I was like hey LaCroix here's the money shot that's mm-hmm. that's not in line with their brand but it's <laughs> yeah. in line with my brand and it was it was good content so like next thing you know they're sliding in my DMs again and they're just like ha 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 you know and then a month or so goes by again. And She's going to end up marrying the dude. No, I don't care media. about LaCroix. And then, but then they like hit me just up. Just the dude. They That's the most beautiful up. story of all time. And they finally were like, hey, can In you send us your address? In a relationship Yeah. And then they just, eventually a month later or so, they just asked me for my address. And then they sent me yeah, he's standing outside a fucking right pomplamoose <laughs> flavored hat and like, like a bendy Which window's straw. yours? So. <laughs> What's your address? That's awesome, though. It is really cool. Which window's yours? Ray, uh... What do you have, like, if if you don't have a LaCroix thing, what... I don't do, have anything. What do you utilize the most that you think you could get a sponsorship for? Nothing. Nothing? You don't have, like, a thing that... I don't like I to drink use like, social media. I like drink, like, a shitload like, of white monsters. Those, like, white, white drinks. Yeah, just because yeah. they're zero sugar, and they taste great, and I love the energy buzz they give me. Man, I don't... So I would love to be sponsored by them just because I get a f- free bunch of them. Is there I something that Walmart you like? Walmart clothes. <laughs> really? Yeah. All these, everything I'm wearing right now, I got at Walmart. Pretty good look. Yeah. I, mean, I like it. Pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I get all of my pants from Walmart. Walmart would be the the funniest sellout, though, like if you were like <laughs> yeah. the face of Walmart be because so everybody hates Walmart because of being like a giant corporation and everything yeah. like that. That'd be great. Like, Come to Walmart. <laughs> We're slashing prices. Yeah, you have to talk about them at least three times every set. Oh, that'd be stupid. <laughs> I want to start going to Walmart in Alabama and doing like pop-up mics about abortion. You'd go. You'd go viral. Dude, just I like crush. The, just like the. Uh, and the you, I can even talk to them. Singing. I can talk to people in Alabama in a way they'd understand. You know, oh, yeah. like, Becky. <laughs> in the way they understand. Sometimes the season in your life is just not right to have the pool not drained. <laughs> The season is Randy. <laughs> the pool is empty in your dreams. Like, you know what I'm saying. So, so definitely, so definitely, definitely Walmart for you. I guess, yeah. Yeah, nothing else. I'm not like I don't. You like don't have anything that you use, like uh, toothpaste. I don't know. Like, do you have a favorite toothpaste? Do I you use have the a, same toothpaste? Same toothpaste, just because it's there. Are you a pretty regimented person? I'm like, not, you you kind of have like habits nah, where you follow really. the same thing. Not really. Really? No, I'm... Okay. I just go with whatever. I don't really have any of that kind so of shit. It's so weird because I have like a hundred things yeah, of like brands I, can I want. Think like, of, yeah. Like I can't wait till like Carhartt sponsors me one day. I use that's Old Spice be like deodorant. The, that's my... That's a good that's one. My that's my pinnacle. Because Carhartt, the other ones seem to work. Me. 
I'm waiting for you. For Carhartt? For sure. I already yeah. support them now. So you want a like, $190 jacket that doesn't do anything different? No, I oh, want, I love those jackets. I want custom They're warmer. overalls. They're Carhartt. Warm, I want custom overalls made. <coughs> I, I do construction, right? Yep. I work out in the winter every year, and I've never owned a jacket. That's a trailer That's made crazy. embroidered on I just the chest put on of it. Two hoodies and wear some long johns or whatever. Dude, how dope. Never you, need a jacket. I, you know, okay. He's like, that would be <laughs> so He's like, if you wear just those on your like Instagram story, people will lose There you go. It. Cobalt tools, I guess, when I work. But I, I only like them because they were, for a while, they were, uh, they had a lifetime warranty on them. Mm-hmm. So if I broke a tape, I could just go back into Lowe's and be mm-hmm. like, hey, yes. give me another tape. That. And they're like, here you go. Yep. My stepdad was a, a big home improvement guy, and we used to have to go to. Ugh, I hated Lowe's trips when I was a kid. And now I fucking love them, right? Because like I have my own house, and I want to do stuff at my house, and it's fun. Last question: I want to know if it's weird or not. I every night put out the clothes that I'm going to wear the next day, okay. so that I can save myself time in the morning. My Mom wife come over and do it. My wife <laughs> thinks that I seem like a little kid doing that. She's like, "It's a little kid move to put your stuff out and have it ready Slightly for the next day." Kid-ish. Really? Okay, so I don't what think you, it's I think it's you being ready for the next day. I like to I like to get up and just not have to think about what I'm going to wear. Put it yeah. on in the bathroom. That's why, like, I if really, I if I have a 10 minute drive to work, and I know it takes me 15 minutes to get up and get ready, then I wake up 25 minutes before I have to be at work. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So if there's one less thing that I have to do in the morning is running around looking for shorts or whatever, mm-hmm. then yeah, I mean I get it. What do you think? Is it a little kid move, or is it just planning ahead? I think it's just your move. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to put that right. on you. Little kids well, don't lay out I just clothes. Dress, I That's dress what I'm saying. The moms do, right? Clothes, I did that yeah. when I was a little kid, though. Like, I'd be like, I can't wait to wear this out. Of course you did. <laughs> and now I'm like... <laughs> well, like, I wear... Like, all right. I, I just dress according to mood and weather, too, so, like, I just could, like... It, setting something out and then putting right. it on that and it could and change like, I guess I'm not vibing with that yeah cause like my job I have I have six polos and six pairs of pants and I just kinda like pick I alternate pretty much actually this is like another weird thing that I do I don't like wearing my black shoes two days in a row I have to like wear my black shoes one day and then my brown shoes the next day and I literally just alternate that's a it's a weird thing I've actually started to notice that I do weird things that I that is I don't think other people know. No, like I'm just saying I don't. I'm just saying I don't think element. I don't think other people notice it. And I then, think people are just so neurotic I in our own way. There's right. a group you know of people I mean? that there's... do notice that, and they're called women. <laughs> and that's my yeah, that's my wife. One yeah. of them. No, I don't. I have the pair of shoes that I'm wearing right now, and I have my sneakers that I wear to work, and then I have flip flops. I think that's all that I own, and I only have black socks. So just you just make it easy for yourself. Yeah, I just see, uh, and I've got two not, pairs I'm of shoes in my closet right now. I haven't even worn yet. Like right. where I forgot I even had them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I'm not <laughs> picky with clothes. I don't give two shits about any of that stuff. Shoes. I don't put a lot of value into that kind of stuff. I honestly, I never have. I honestly think though that like my brain is kind of like morphing though because I even I put money away today, like cash, and I don't, almost never have cash. And I put it away, and I literally had like a moment where I was driving, and I was like, I didn't organize that in any shape or form, and now it's bothering me while I'm driving if, that I didn't. Oh, you mean all the bills being together? Like I didn't like, put like tens next to each see, other. I or never ones do like, that. Mine sometimes look like a but I never, ball of trash. What What's freaking me out though is I never thought of that. This today was the first time that it bothered me, and I thought of it, I which is freaking me out. I wish you could see my comedy book. It's just a book with just paper shoved into it. There's no organization there. But you know whatsoever. where everything is, right? Nah, or no. really. If I'm like, I'm like, what was that joke that I was working on? I have to like open my book and like look through each page. I'm like, nope, nope, 
do you ever so this is another follow-up question when you're flipping through all that stuff do you ever come across something that you're like oh "Oh." yeah i have that as a joke yeah Yeah, all the time so that's actually kind of a good move to have it organized like that yeah yeah no there's like (laughs) i'm just shaking my head because like if everyone in my life knows the people that i'm close to it's like if something happens to me like and i die like before you know, my parents or something, which even sober, just given my general recklessness and demeanor, is like a chance that that could happen. Like, everyone has swift instructions to burn it all down. <laughs> like, all my joke books, my phone needs destroyed. Like, right. maybe burn our house down. Just get so my you have like a team on, on deck. Oh, for Not sure. Not just one person. It's just like, you know, it's like there's a lot Everybody of grief I've already wolf. given. Like, I've given my Asian <laughs> mom a lot of grief, but she like definitely didn't come to America to like see her deceased daughter's notebooks and read things like Pussy Gettysburg and try to figure <laughs> out like, what i meant with it you know what i mean it's like that's i don't want Uh, that to be their legacy yeah like of how they have to like think about me so i just everyone knows i'm picturing like um the 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 guy like the last person alive like so if you have all of your team in one place one person has to stay away so that if like if everybody perishes in this terrible incident you have the last person standing to do that for you i think you need that i think you need that kind of organization that's like probably something I should put in my will, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a godparent, but with like your <laughs> your personal shit, I guess, right? Yeah, like if I die, it's like a will and execute. You're it's taking like an care of all of, of this will. for me, all right? But lastly, like I said, I've said last like five times. Um, Ray, it's been the longest. Your hour. your Instagram and all that stuff. The you said you weren't that interested in social media, but I do follow I you on social media. I try to do it. Okay, I try to do it more. You're just I've not. Seen you doing it a little more. No, I don't I've, think it's something well, that I have but to I've like. Seen you doing it. <laughs> no, more. I'm awful at it. I'm so more aware the, of like seeing thing, you on the like, cast. How, how do you get it's good? At, ever, how do you get good at social media? I think I don't it's just think, something that you, you want can. to do. Like Ben wants to do it. I don't. She wants to I don't, do it. I don't even think it's that I want to do it. I realize I have to do it to do comedy the right. way I'm going to do comedy effectively. Not you, Ray. I'm saying, but for me, no, it moves me forward to have a strong Instagram and social media presence. Like that's it gets me the most like weird comedy you know what Stories. i mean like things going on like it gets like my ball rolls because of how like strong my instagram is yeah. and it's like i like i said i don't even have shit for followers right now but i'm already building it to the place where it's like everyone i have right now is already in it you got an army and then it's already like bigger than that it's like i want to make sure that like when i if something does there's a tipping point and maybe somebody shouts me out in LA and I can get like a large jump that I know for a fact those people are coming in to quality content. So I'm just getting prepared now by putting those reps in every day of like what that looks like. And Hey, here's a plant. Here's how I feel about, you know, like a a positive outlook. This is how many days sober I am. Here's me at the pool again. You know, it's like whatever that looks like, it's just consistent. And it's like, I think you having that consistency too is also just the same as any kind of media that when it becomes part of somebody's habit to yeah, like see to you do. and like interact with you i'm still it's eating just, my food bef- i'm still on. eating my food before it's cold if mm-hmm. i get a picture of it you know right. what i mean it's five seconds right. it's fast yeah it's, that's my hands down my weakest part how do people how do people follow you though on social media at yeah. ray hensley comedy ray hensley comedy on like everything yeah Except it's pretty it's pretty easy to find it's pretty easy to find you too like i i followed yeah. you immediately i think that I always find it funny because I'll have people on the show that are like trying to do social media, do their stuff, and like I'll find out that like I didn't follow them with like the show account, but I followed them with my personal account, and then I like I feel bad or something like that. But 
all in all, in the end, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of trying to support every single person that's ever been on the podcast oh, yeah, yeah. or ever been, you know, anything involved with anything I've done. So I try to. So, like, if you ever post anything, I'm going to like it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to respond to it. Um, just so you guys know that. Like, I if, I mean, you, yeah, I was already doing that for you, no but, like, I'm, I'll do it more for as well. For sure. And I'll happily reciprocate that for you you know i've also liked the sound of my own voice today i've said some really like quality things yeah so of course i'm gonna share it because it needs to be heard by other people i'm surprised you're not fatter you're just so full of your own self <laughs> i know and then uh cam i know people are uh you're, been you're real mouthy you're, when you're full of yourself cam? you don't eat a lot of food so you stay this real thing <laughs> It's like, oh, you want to go to dinner? No, I'm sorry, but I'm my so ego's full. got me. It's one of my favorite Eminem lines. Yeah. Eminem has a line. He says, "I'm full of myself, but I'm still hungry." Yeah. Thank you. I love that line. He's it's a, a beast. Line. He's all right <laughs> for a white boy. <laughs> Cam, I know you're uh, you're trying to grow your social media as well with the uh, the Debbie Lou's food truck. Yep. What? Why Debbie Lou's? Yeah. What is Debbie Lou's? Uh, you Debbie go Lou's explain uh, it and pull the mic close to your face because I'm going to cl- climb across name. this table and fight you over the mic. I got you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kick you in the balls again. Like it's going to sound like Tink. Away. He's like, I'll lean forward. But. <laughs> uh, Debbie Lou, my mom's name was Deborah Louise. Uh, she passed away like nine years ago. So oh, okay. Right. Named it after her. I thought it was like and a middle name or something. No, then uh, a lot of my food <laughs> stuff's like named after people in my family, like my burgers with... Jalapenos and pickles and peanut butter. It's called the Jimbo after my dad. Nice. I have like, I love like a good Jimbo. Grandma dots. I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, I definitely like a guy named Jimbo. Big oh, fan yeah. of that. <laughs> I he just follow you like, on social media, so <laughs> I, I'll follow. He you always back. seems to be you. like a, a Jimbo. Always seems to be like a. A good old boy. Uh, just a good old boy with a little racism to him. But yeah. A little. <laughs> just a tad. Just, just a scotch. I mean, you've heard him say the N-word, but you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but it's all in good fun, yeah, right? He, no he one calls my dad Jimbo except me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so you've got that going. I know that you, you know, have had like a lot of stuff that you've been interested in pursuing. Um, is the is the food truck, is that like the, the main avenue of revenue that you're going for? Uh, I mean, or are yeah, you going that, with that and the catering? And then catering, Cam's Kitchen's my catering company. It's just I kind of uh, took over some accounts from my previous company because mm. she didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like, well, nice. I'll take all these. Um, so what kind of, like if me and Hannah were getting married tomorrow, like what kind of yes. stuff I love when want. we fucking role play. <laughs> yeah. I get to test my acting skills. Yeah. Acting, you I mean, shouldn't have to act. Catering wise, it'd just be whatever. About you getting want. married? <coughs> oh, you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's I true. So, what would you guys? What would you guys want? And we can ask him if he could. Pro- like, Fish <laughs> That's and the worst way to go about it, because I could be like, "Hey, Cam, can you cook this?" Yeah. Sure, I can. I want <laughs> like, soy sauce blasted. <laughs> Cool Ranch Doritos. What about soy sauce fountain? <laughs> soy sauce fountain. That's Low racist. sodium, though, because I don't want any fat she's pieces of shit there. Why? Because she's Asian? She wants a soy sauce fountain? You racist. I got you. I got a new mommy pussy, baby. He's fine. He gets the brand. You don't even know. But yes, yeah, so Debbie Lou's food truck. Is that what it is on social media? Yeah. yeah. You just search Debbie Lou's. I, I know that. I don't For know why I'm really asking Debbie you. Lou's, there's like an eyelash studio in Illinois. You know it, but they don't. I know. So um, this is going to come out actually before the Summer Bash episode. So, you know, I I don't know why I talked about Summer Bash because it's going to be gone and over with. Um, But, yeah, so July 26th and 27th. July 26th, 27th, me and Hannah are doing a weekend at Jokers. I'm going to try to come out there. I don't know if I have anything planned, but I shouldn't. You need to. I don't think you've seen me do comedy but that one time, right? 
I've seen I've seen you a couple open mics, and then I saw you at the uh, <laughs> the thing that we talked about with the the prettiest people in the uh, audience oh, yeah. that you've ever you've seen. Seen this crowd? Like Is that all my friends? No, you would have been like one of the ugliest people in there. <laughs> oh my god, Ray! No, I'm serious. This this crowd was beautiful. Yeah, I Ben was ugly in that crowd. Eh, no, Ben was still top half. I mean, he's still. I mean, <laughs> Ben's all body. <laughs> that thin hair. No. um... But yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. I appreciate you doing the podcast. I loved it. It was so much fun. I, I know that it uh, was a little rough in the beginning, but that's why my sound guy actually needs to be around. Um, he's a lot better at that kind of stuff than I am. But uh, this episode will be out. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to these guys. Definitely check them out July 26th, 27th at Joker's Comedy downtown yeah. Indianapolis. Yep. yep. And uh, Get your tickets. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun as fuck. Right. Yeah. And I have a brand new hour that I'm not doing, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're saving it yeah, I'm for your special. It. I'm gonna save it for another show. But <laughs> who knows? We sell it out, maybe. No, I, I'm I'm excited for that. I've uh, like I said, I've been a fan of both of your guys' comedy, so I'm excited to. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it out there. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna talk to the wife as soon as we're done with this. She probably will say no, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Of course, man. Yeah. So you got that money. <laughs> Caffeine and Kush, live streamed every Friday at 10 p.m. on twitch.tv forward slash podcast daddy. We discuss politics, video games, pop culture, and being a young father. You can find me on any major podcast platform.